And oh yes, thank you all so very much for joining us again tonight for day 19 of Luke December 2023 challenge. And we are glad that you have remained with us. I hope this series has been a blessing to you as it has been to us. It's day 19. We are reading Luke chapter 19 from the New King James Version. If you have missed any of the episodes, please go back to our homepage and scroll down. You are going to find the link to any of the episodes that you have missed. Joining us tonight, our, our reader for this year, Sister Yemsi Guntayo says, thank you very much and God bless you. It's always a pleasure. Thanks. Thank God. Let's pray together. Lord, we thank you for bringing us together again. And we thank you for the blessings we have received since we started reading the gospel accounts according to St. Luke this December. Lord, we pray that you will fellowship with us again today. That in the reading by our sister and in the exposition by our other sister, that you will take glory and you will make your, yourself even more manifest to us in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Okay, Luke chapter 19 from the New King James Version. Over to you now, sis. Okay. Luke 19. Jesus comes to Zacchaeus' house. Then Jesus entered and passed through Jericho. Now behold, there was a man named Zacchaeus, who was a chief tax collector, and he was rich. And he sought to see who Jesus was, but could not because of the crowd, for he was of short stature. So he ran ahead and climbed up into a sycamore tree to see him, for he was going to pass that way. And when Jesus came to the place, he looked up and saw him and said to him, Zacchaeus, make haste and come down, for today I must stay at your house. So he made haste and came down and received him joyfully. But when they saw it, they all complained, saying, He has gone to be a guest with a man who is a sinner. Then Zacchaeus stood and said to the Lord, Look, Lord, I give half of my goods to the poor, and if I have taken anything from anyone by false accusation, I restore fourfold. And Jesus said to him, Today salvation has come to this house, because he also is a son of Abraham. For the Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which was lost. The parable of the miners, verse 11. Now, as they heard these things, he spoke another parable, because he was near Jerusalem, and because they thought the kingdom of God would appear immediately. Therefore, he said, a certain noble man went into a far country to receive for himself a kingdom and to return. So he called ten of his servants, delivered to them ten miners, and said to them, Do business till I come. But his citizens hated him and sent a delegation after him, saying, We will not have this man to reign over us. And so it was that when he returned, having received the kingdom, he then commanded the servants to whom he had given the money to be called to him, that he might know how much every man had gained by trading. Then came the first, saying, Master, your miner has earned ten miners. And he said to him, Well done, good servant. Because you were faithful in very little, have authority over ten cities. And the second came, saying, Master, your miner has earned five miners. Likewise, he said to him, You also be over five cities. Verse 20. Then another came, saying, Master, here is your miner, which I have kept put away in a handkerchief. For I feared you, because you are an austere man. You collect what you did not deposit and reap what you did not sow. 
And he said to him, out of your own mouth, I will judge you, you wicked servants. You knew that I was an austere man, collecting what I did not deposit and reaping what I did not sow. Why then did you not put my money in the bank that at my coming, I might have collected it with interest? And he said to those who stood by, take the miner from him and give it to him who has 10 miners. But he said to him, master, he has 10 miners. For I said to you that to everyone who has been given and from him who does not have, even what he has will be taken away from him. But bring here those enemies of mine who did not want to reign over them and slay them before me. The triumphal entry, verse 28. When he had said this, he went on ahead, going up to Jerusalem, and it came to pass. When he drew near to Bethphage and Bethany, at the mountain called Olivet, that he sent two of his disciples, saying, Go into the village opposite you, where as you enter, you will find a cold tide, on which no one has ever sat. Lose it and bring it here. And if anyone asks you, why are you losing it? Thus you shall say to him, because the Lord has need of it. So those who were sent went their way and found it just as he had said to them. But as they were losing the cult, the owners of it said to them, why are you losing the cult? And they said, the Lord has need of him. Then they brought him to Jesus and they threw their own clothes on the cult and they set Jesus on him. And as he went, men spread their clothes on the road. Then as he was now drawing near the descent of the Mount of Olives, the whole multitude of the disciples began to rejoice and praise God with a loud voice for all the mighty works they had seen, saying, Blessed is the King who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest. And some of the Pharisees called to him from the crowd, Teacher, rebuke your disciples. For he answered and said to them, I tell you that if this shall keep silent, the stones will immediately cry out. Jesus weeps over Jerusalem. Verse 41. Now, as he drew near, he saw the city and wept over it, saying, If you had known, even you, especially in this your day, the things that make for your peace, but now they are hidden from your eyes, for days will come upon you when, you, when your enemies will build an embankment around you, surround you and close you in all on every side, and level you and your children within you to the ground, and they will not live in you one stone upon another, because you did not know the time of your visitation. Jesus cleanses the temple. Verse 5. Then he went into the temple and began to drive out those who bought and sold in it, saying to them, It is written, My house is a house of prayer, but you have made it a den of thieves. And it was teaching daily in the temple, but the chief priests, the scribes, and the leaders of the people sought to destroy him and were unable to do anything. For all the people were very attentive to hear him. This is the word of God. Thanks be to God. And yes, we have just listened to the reading of Luke 19 for day 19 of Luke December 2023 challenge. And now we are joined by our dear sister, Stabiona Seka, for the exposition on Luke 19. This is the third exposition that she will be handling for gospelbestly.com this year. 
and we are grateful ma for putting this in mind and for all the lord has used you this year god bless you ma. Amen. amen thank you sir okay over to you now yes we thank god for the privilege and we give him all the honor and glory yeah. luke 19 from verse 1 to 10 yes concerns the conversion of zacchaeus mm-hmm. jesus came principally to save us yes that was why he came we know that he is god but he took on flesh yes so that he could feel what we feel to step into our own shoes and see why we sin mm. and um, to now take up this sin for us since that's the requirement he as god also wants an unblemished sacrifice yes to actually um remove sin the consequence of sin yes and forgive why oh, yes so he came and died for us that's why he came so in um this conversion of zacchaeus it was um a signal to us that this is why he came because this was even a few days to his crucifixion and um zacchaeus who is a tax collector and people usually do not like tax collectors mm. i was somewhere yesterday okay uh, with the official vehicle and um <laughs> one woman was standing um in front of the filling station and she had seen that i was a government official okay and <laughs> so much hostility I can she imagine. said who are you what are you looking for uh, and i also answered who are you ma <laughs> are you the owner of this village station? She said, are you a tax collector? <laughs> <laughs> because I hate tax collectors. <laughs> I said, thank God I'm not a tax collector. <laughs> but I can understand your hatred for tax for collectors. Tax collectors yes, yes. I also do not particularly like them. <laughs> no, 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 nobody does. <laughs> nobody does. Nobody does. But, uh, so it's very interesting because at that time I wasn't even thinking of this. But hmm. that's what happened yesterday. But we became friends. Immediately she brought out her hand okay. and hugged me. Okay. okay. And we going doing the business we were there to do. Okay. <laughs> that's just to show you that in the days of um, Jesus. the Bible, yes. it is still the same as now. People mm-hmm. do not like tax collectors, tax collectors at yeah. all. And um, so that it's also instructive to us that those people that we don't like, God. Mm still gives them the opportunity to be exactly, saved. Exactly. You can see here. Exactly. And for Zacchaeus, he was even a small man in mm. stature. Yeah. And um, he was interested in Jesus. He must have heard about Jesus. And he was desperate. We're told that he climbed the tree to see Jesus. And Jesus knew. Just, um, I want to believe that because he knows all things. Yes. He knew that there was this man that was so keen on seeing him that he climbed a tree mm. to to do that. He was eager. And that tells us also that no matter what we are doing, as long as it concerns God's heart, mm-hmm. he, he notices it. Mm, People may not notice. People may even deride it. But as long as the purpose and the intent is pure and noble, yes. we know for sure that God notices it and mm. he rewards it because we saw that here was god that called him jesus rather yes who is god anyway 
Yeah. And said, Zacchaeus, come down immediately. I must stay at your house today. Mm. I can imagine. We're even told that people began to mutter that yeah, he exactly. has gone to be the guest of a sinner. Of a sinner yes. So I must have, ah, how can this, are you sure that this man is truly who he say he is? Yes. How can he be dining with this kind of man? Doesn't he know that this man is a sinner? I know that sinner. act of mercy, that act of mercy, which mm. is so uncommon, especially amidst us, if I may put in quotes, Christians, mm. to those that we believe are not Christians. We can see here that God frowns at it. Yes. Because it is our it is always an opportunity for us to minister the gospel when we are approachable. That's true. When we are not known to be overly judgmental. Definitely yes. you will have your way. At least they know me here. <laughs> <laughs> now you have your way of putting in the truth, you know, in a loving manner mm-hmm. that we still hit its mark, but it will not make you appear to be a holier than thou. That's true. Because we all know that none of us is perfect. If God is going to open what we think is even the purest of our acts, we'll be shocked at how exactly how, how we have heard. So we need to be approachable. We need to also approach people in a loving manner. Mm-hmm. We need to be able to be sociable. Even though I always say that with a lot of caution that we should be careful. We should know our stand and our level in Christ before we mix to a certain degree That's true. with those that are not believers, especially when it is of the opposite sex. Yes. Because we have seen too many people fall mm. onto the world of Satan. Of yes. 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 So that's why it's always advisable that to do it the way Jesus told his disciples. To go two by two, you know, exactly. don't go alone. Don't go alone. You know? <laughs> true. <laughs> so that Very true. Very true. You will not fall into the trap of the enemy. That's true. You know, at any time. May the Lord continue to help us and guide us. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. So we saw that God extended salvation even to this sinner in court. Mm. And so we should not think anyone unloving mm. or lovable. Mm. In fact, uh, the, one of the Places we went to yesterday also okay. was um, someone that um, I, um, also was another owner of a of a of a, a facility we went to inspect. Okay. And by the time we finished, one of his staff came to us in the bus to say, "This is the first time we was going to see the man respond the way that he responded to us. That you know, wow. it was almost like saying that, ah, what did you people?" Um, use, you know, as they say, it, it was really, really very <laughs> mm. difficult for him to see how accessible the man was very hostile when we got there. But by the okay. time we were leaving, we were friends. Wow. And <laughs> so it's, um, you know, he saw that we were not there to judge. All we were there was to do our work mm. and we did it in a way that was straightforward and um, with, with a, how do I say it now? With a Christian face, loving you know, we made our points very direct, but mm-hmm. we didn't. I don't know. We were not hostile, if I may use that word, uh, you know. And so good. he also responded back like that, you know. And um, the, his um, staff were surprised that ah, 
this is a new development. Mm. And I, I I responded that it's not us, it is God, it is God. that went us and Indeed. went ahead of us Indeed. and made it such a delightful meeting. And that is why if we do not go with criticism, it's not that we will not notice that people are not doing right mm-hmm. or they are not yet believers, but we should also always ex- uh, uh, remember that we were extended grace. Exactly. So we should also extend that grace. Extend that same is grace. To and not to judge and berate them, but to love them. And in that loving manner, when they know that they are not being judged mm. or condemned, the word is condemned, you they, then they will be more accessible to you. And that's really when you can extend the gospel to them and they will be able to receive it. Because the gospel we preach is truly about love. Mm-hmm. We are not to love what they do, but we are to love them. May the Lord grant us grace in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen, amen. And, 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 and I recall that, that yes. okay, very briefly, I recall that uh, when you handled the, another chapter as well, you, you made this point as well, and I think the Holy Spirit wants us to, uh, to emphasize that, that we are to love people enough to want them to be saved. Want them to be saved. Yes. It should be that kind of love that we love them, that we want them to be saved. So we are we are genuinely interested and invested in their salvation. We are not even we are not the ones putting uh, putting obstacles between That's them yes. and be and being yes. saved. Yes, thank you. Yes. We are not the ones to decide who will be saved or not. It is God. It is the Lord. Us is to try to preach, mm-hmm. try to teach, try mm-hmm. to correct in love, mm-hmm. and try to present Jesus. Like I always say, people say it's by your character that you preach Christ more. But mm-hmm. I always say, yes, your character is good, it's necessary, but you must also be able to preach Christ. Because there are other people of other faiths that are also good. Their characters are good. Mm-hmm. So there must be a distinction of preaching Christ. That's I, okay. Exactly. My character is good, but it's principally because Christ saved me exactly. and is helping me to become good. Mm-hmm. It's nothing of my own. You yeah. know, there must still be that distinction. That's yeah, the only way you to salvation. You must preach Christ because it's the way, the truth, and the life. Mm-hmm. And not just hide under the fact that my character is preaching me. Exactly. So I don't need to speak Jesus. Well, yes. Then um, in verse 8, you know, he made a declaration. You know, Jesus, what Jesus did so touched him that he said, um, Look, Lord, here and now I give half of my possessions to the poor. Yes. And if I have cheated anybody out of anything, I will bring, I will pay back four well, times mm-hmm. the amount. The amount. You know, that's what mercy does. It breaks us down. Mm, it breaks us know. down. If, you know, we talk about, uh, we talk about brokenness mm. a lot. I don't know what's my own um, revelation concerning brokenness is that you receive so much mercy mm-hmm. that you cannot believe it. Mm. How could I have received mercy for this thing that I did? And um, you, you are so, you, you, you become so, how do I say, humbled mm-hmm. that God, you did this for me. And because of that, you two are able to. Realize that, look, I'm getting away with so much just because somebody paid the price. Because the wage, wages of sin is truly death, but it's I'm not going death. to die because somebody died in my place. Salvation is free, but it's not, it wasn't free for Jesus. He died. It cost him his blood. Mm-hmm. It cost him his life. It cost him everything that we enjoy now. True. He didn't have a wife. He didn't have children. You know, He had to die early in life. 
he he i mean you if you really step into his shoes and know all that he lost for us to gain then you know that salvation truly we were, we were purchased with a precious mm-hmm. price oh, yes. and we should not take it lightly should not take and it not lightly. joke with it and that's what brokenness does to us it makes us humble mm-hmm. humble enough to extend that grace to others anytime we remember it that look it's not by anything i've done or can ever do i must also learn to do this for others he was willing to pay for back what, yeah, four times four back, times back yeah whatever it is that he cheated anybody off and um it's wonderful right? yes. yeah, it, it is wonderful and, and i must add to that that uh it, it also buttresses the point that we always try to make that uh salvation must bring about a change in us you know, when people say that, okay, you can be saved, but to continue, it is, it is your heart that matters. Yeah, the heart matters, but uh, when, when we come to, to salvation, genuine salvation must lead to a changed life. As you mentioned, it must break us down, and then we see that change. So salvation will yeah. make us make certain decisions, do certain things to live a changed life. Yes. No one can become acquainted with Jesus accept his offer of salvation mm. and at the same time remain sinful exactly dishonest exactly. and uncharitable toward others mm. true you know, that's why some people when they hear the account of some christians that have fallen mm. they always say that they were never saved yeah some people that must have that not been way. Saved before. you know some people bring forth that argument mm. but like i say it is work in progress we are all at different stages of our salvations and so that doesn't mean they were not saved. It's just that they may just have not been built up. They were mm. not discipled. Mm. That's why you have not seen this change. And that's why we are taught to read our Bible, to study our Bible, to go to church, to fellowship with others, so that we can move from drinking milk mm. to eating solid meat. Beer. Yes. You know, to digesting it and to bringing it out, to nurturing it. That's true. You know, and um, that's how we grow. But you cannot be the same you cannot be in christ and remain the same the same it's not true you know and um you know like when i do things that i know are not um how do i say now the best Mm. i cry to god why would you allow me to do this i'm your child you know i invite him to come in in a greater measure into me so that i can always positively reflect who he is and when I cry, you know, that kind of desperate cry, there's always a change. And I think that's the kind of yearning that God wants from us. We must exactly. hate sin in, our, exactly. in absolutely, no matter how little. A broken uh, and a contrite heart. Yes, even if it's in error, it's something that we should hate and not want. Exactly, and something we should God hate. Sees that your heart is so desires it. I always say that from my experience, truly he steps in and you find yourself changed. How he does it now that's what I will not be able to explain. He mm-hmm. does it his own way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah. the fact is, you desire what is right, and yes. God makes you do what is right. Oh, yes. And then, um, in verse 13. Okay. I want today's zone to not be too long. <laughs> okay. Just go <laughs> I'm on. trying very hard. <laughs> so, until I come back, you know, is um, the deposit that God has placed in mm. our lives. Do business till I come. God. I think, yes, do business till I come. We were told the parable of uh, of um, a man of noble birth mm. going to a distant country, giving his servants ten miners, yes. you know, 
some would say 10 talents, some um, translations with 10 talents, and that they should use them. And he expected returns by the time he came. Mm. And um, we were told that um, there were three types of um, servants. One, he gave 10, and the person multiplied it to 10. The mm. other one, he gave five. Uh, the person multiplied it to five. And one, he gave one. Who went to hide it and didn't multiply into anything and brought it back and told him that he was a wicked um, master. Master. And, <laughs> and the master said, no. If you knew that this was the kind of person I was, you should have earned interest, at least mm-hmm. on my money. You, mm-hmm. you were not shrewd with that uh, that I gave you. Yeah. You didn't need to even do the work. All you needed to do is put it to those people that can work with it. And I will still earn something something from it instead of wasting my resource. And that tells us a lot about we Christians. Nobody can say that the Lord has not given us any talent or any blessing. We all have blessings. They may be in different degrees, but Mm -hmm. the fact is that whatever you have been given, you are meant to multiply it and Mm -hmm. you are meant to bring... um, results um each of us has been given opportunity time Mm -hmm. the means to live for christ Mm -hmm. also through acts of kindness prayer offerings and we must keep multiplying these things these resources we cannot say i'm poor i cannot give there are so many things that you can give Mm. you can give even a smile a smiling face yes you know there was a place i used to walk and um one man of a different faith came to me one day and said, Madam, you are always smiling. Mm. You know, you always have always observed that you are ever smiling. And I was, I didn't mean to always be smiling <laughs> at <laughs> the time, but because I used to be in an act of worship all the time, okay. that was what God used to minister to him. Mm. And that difference, you know, it mattered to him that what could be making this woman smile so Smile. much. And, you know, it was an opportunity for a relationship to develop from there. Mm. So uh, I'm not going to say that I smile all the time because I know I don't. (laughs) I tell God all the time that look at my face. It's not smiling. (laughs) See this line. It's showing that I've not been smiling (laughs) at some time. (laughs) That I need to smile more. And um, those are just talks between me and the Holy Spirit. Spirit. I'm just trying to say that there's nothing that, um, there's something that we always have to give without us even knowing. Mm -hmm. That just let me know that even with a smile, you are touching some people, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, with a kind word, with a greeting, Mm -hmm. with little acts of kindness, Mm -hmm. you know. I'm eating a biscuit. If somebody is around me, the person must share in that little biscuit, you know. Little things. And we don't think that ministers, but people are watching in a, in a very uncaring world. Oh, yes. They are waiting for just that person that will show them that act of kindness. I've heard of someone that wanted to commit suicide and say that if somebody would say a hello to me hmm. today, I'll change my mind. Imagine. But if nobody says a hello, I'm going ahead, hmm. you know, and... Um, I think it just shows us how unloving this world can be, how cold exactly. it is to first come. Exactly. If we are surrendered, sur- sur- surrounded by families and friends, we may not know mm-hmm. that, um, um, you know, that's a cold there are people world. that need love. Yes, mm. 
there are people that need love. There are times that I need it, and I tell God, I need a hug. Mm. I need a hug, a long hug. Mm. <laughs> and, cool. you know, I would go to church on Sunday, and a little child mm. would just come to me and hug me for Imagine. a long time. And I would say, Father, thank you. <laughs> you answered my prayer. I told you I needed this lo- uh, this um, hug, this affection, and I yeah. got it. Mm. This, you know, so if I can feel it, I know that there are people that yeah. you, maybe that's what God wants you to do. If God just says, say hello to that sister, mm. you know, give that one a pat on the back. Exactly. Give that person a hug. Mm-hmm. You, you, you may, don't think of it too much mm-hmm. because God knows what he's doing with it. Yeah, that's true. The Lord gives grace Amen. to be used of him. I Amen. always pray that may we be the hands and feet of Jesus all the exactly. time. Exactly, we should be. People we should be. Yes. yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, we should be because we are the human agent through which is going to do His work. If I, and I love the way you have addressed this today because when we talk about the talents of the minor, people always think of some great gifts, some great treasures that He has committed into our hands, and of course, it also covers that. But it also covers the little things as well, the smile that he can give, the, the comforting word he can speak, the encouraging word he can say to somebody there. Uh, if God has given you, if he has given you joy in your heart this season, you know, you have to share it as well and let it multiply. If he has given you joy, you also, uh, you also spread the, you, you spread the good cheer. Somebody else also becomes joyful and then you are multiplying it. If he has given you wealth as well, you multiply it. I mean, thank you for, for addressing it that way. And I, I always mention to people as well that when you see people and you smile at them, just look for something to compliment, not something that is uh, hypocritical or you are forcing it. But if you have the Holy Spirit leading, you always open your eyes to see something good in other people that you can compliment and then just make them happy. You never know who needs it. Uh, this story just told, I've heard it before as well. The story of the person who wanted to commit suicide and said, look, if I would just get somebody to say hello to me, you know, and imagine, and things like that do really happen. And if God uses you or uses me to stop a person from committing suicide, isn't that something wonderful? Thank you very much, man. Thank God. Let's just go to verse 28. The triumphal entry. This is usually used during um, Easter. Easter, yes. But um, it's in this chapter, so I believe we should just treat it briefly. Yes. The triumphal entry of of, um, Jesus on, on a donkey into Jerusalem. It um, signifies the the fulfillment of um, of a prediction by Prophet Zechariah mm-hmm. in nine nine, and um, it also shows it's a symbolic action that shows that his kingdom is not of this world. You know, he could have asked them to bring him a horse mm-hmm. or a chariot, but yeah. he asked for a donkey. You know, and um, it just shows the humility of his kingdom and um, that he wasn't coming with force but rather with um, meekness mm-hmm. and um, um, if I may say my I don't know how to describe would I say my vision of Jesus that I had many years ago mm. was um, of him stooping mm. stooping that's the word stooping and um, smiling and what i got from that was he as king stooped so low for me what should i do i ought to is this stoop now stoop lower Mm. than he is stooping 
you know that if if we we know the story of Easter and he's he's washing the feet of his disciples, of disciples yes and all that he depicts that's how low God wants us to be he has said that whoever it is that really wants to be great must be he that serves other people yes. we must be humble servants of God yeah, yeah, yeah. we should not demand anything out of our right mm. I am this person I am that person I demand this this is my right there's nothing like that. We should be willing to let go of everything yes. that we might receive everything. We should be humble. We should not say that um, this person is my driver and so he ought to greet me first. Mm. There's nothing stopping you exactly. from being the first to greet the person. Exactly. You know? And that goes for even our house helps. And, you know, there's a scripture that tells us that when, we, when you go out with your house help and both of you, now come back. Are you going to tell your house help to sit down and you will serve the person? Despite both that both of you are tired, mm. you will still expect the person to go yeah. and cook oh, yeah. and then still serve you. So, um, but it, I, I believe that scripture is also telling us that we need to be more considerate. You know, as tired as you are, he also is as tired. Mm. So don't be, don't be heavy with your demands. Mm. When you see that somebody is also going, you know, we must learn to empathize, step yeah. into other people's shoes. That's where, that's the only time you can really be kind. You can't be kind if you don't have an idea what people are going through. So at times, take a step back, step into their shoes and know that the same thing, the same pain that you feel, they, they feel it too. The same need you have, they also have it. And that helps to actually be kind to people. Or maybe they won't feel it in a greater measure. In fact, they do more than you can even imagine and learn to be kind. The Lord will help us more in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. 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 And then we're told that when Jesus saw the city, that's verse 41, mm-hmm. he wept. He wept. Yes. The word wept in Greek means more than shedding tears. Mm. It suggests a lamentation, a wailing. Mm. A heaving of the bosom, the sob and the cry of a soul in agony. You know, Jesus as God reveals not only his own feelings, but also God's broken heart over Mm. the lostness of the human race and their refusal to repent and accept salvation. Mm. So we can see God's heart here concerning he wants people saved. And if we do not have that yearning also, we may to take a critical look at our salvation. Absolutely. If we don't want people saved, if we want them in hell, if we are of those that threaten people with hellfire, then it shows that we don't even understand what hellfire is. Exactly. <laughs> uh, anytime there's, the sun is so harsh, I always say that, ah, if I can feel the heat of the sun this much, I can only imagine what hellfire, what hellfire would be, be like. I don't want to be there and I don't want anybody to be there. I know mm. people can be extremely wicked yeah. that you will think that they really fit that place. That but the truth is that place. Uh, nobody fits that. You, you know, if you feel pain for a little while, after some time you get respite. For that place, mm. there's no respite. No respite, exactly. It's constant, constant pain, this type that no one can describe. We're told that people with cancer, have pain but i'm telling you that the pain that this ones feel is nothing compared even to that of cancer 
I'm not saying that cancer pain is not is not much. I'm just saying that <laughs> you can imagine wishing for death that will never that will come. never come exactly. It's it's horrible, and I pray that none of us will be candidates of hell. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. God will help us to make it home, to Amen. make it to Him in the mighty name of Jesus. We can see Jesus weeping, weeping over the city, over, over the city. So we can see that He really. The word says that um, God does not want the death of a sinner, but that he should repent mm-hmm. and be saved. Mm-hmm. And that is the heart of Christ. He doesn't want anyone to doesn't die. Doesn't want anyone to perish. Doesn't want anyone to perish, but mm-hmm. he wants all of us saved. And so we should make our efforts, whoever, wherever. Our, um, I, I've had so many experiences of people that are classified as wicked. Mm-hmm. And um, I always say it's an experience. I mean, it's an um, opportunity for me to be praying for the salvation of their souls. You know, so exactly. we keep praying, mm-hmm. and I pray that God keeps hearing us Amen. and truly saves their souls. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. And say, any time I read this this uh, this chapter as well, I mean, this verse of Jesus weeping over the city. And I said, account in, in Matthew as well, when Jesus said, well, how long I've, I've tried to gather you up in my arms, but you're not going to come to me. I said to myself, well, thank God we have been saved, but are there some things in our lives that the Holy Spirit has been, you know, urging us to, to let go of? And perhaps I mean, can imagine the Holy Spirit also grieving over some believers and saying, how long, how long will you keep on, you know, doing this thing that I want you to let go of? And stop doing, and and it is right the way you have participated it that it 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 describes the heart of God, that of God, that that heart that wants to bring everybody to repentance. And if there is anyone among us who is still uh, who is still holding on to a sin that God wants him or her to let go of, that person should remember that the loving Father is actually weeping, weeping over such a one and wanting all to come to repentance. May God give us grace indeed. Amen. 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 Then um, the verse 43 yes. um, mm. was um, the prophecy of Jesus concerning the uh, the city Jerusalem. Yes. And we saw that it actually came to pass mm. 40 mm. years afterwards. Afterwards, yes. He said it would be destroyed by the, and it was re- destroyed by the Roman army. Mm. And hundreds of thousands of Jews were killed. Were killed. What's the idea? So, we should see that we should not take the word of God lightly. Mm. What he says in his word comes to pass. Anything, both the positive and both the negative. So we should not take any of his word lightly. That's why we should not toy with sin. We should mm-hmm. ask for help over sin. Don't stop asking like always. Don't stop. You know, there are times we get exasperated with ourselves. That, <laughs> I don't know what to do again. Not to mm. it, yeah. But we should not get to that point. That's why it's advice, always good to be in a fellowship. Yeah. Because when you are tired, the other person will not be tired. You know, and you keep um, helping one another. Yeah. And we keep all running our race. And God will take us to the finishing line Amen. safely and proudly in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Verse 45 is about the cleansing of the temple. This uh, is noted to be the first great public act of Jesus' ministry, and it was also the last. 
great public act that he also exercised. He did to, uh, this twice. That's the driving out those that were selling yes. um, in the te- temple. You know, so we were told that in blazing anger, he drove uh, those that were selling things mm. from the from from the temple, from the temple. And he made the declaration that my house will be a house of prayer where you have made it a den of robbers of robbers and it's very instructive because the truth is that we are going back to those days unfortunately the house so. of god really unfortunately is so. no longer a house of prayer unfortunately but it's so. now a den of robbers hmm. the robbers feel if i may say robbers feel so free in the house of god now hmm. They don't care where the money is coming from. Yeah. We eulogize them. We pamper them. We give them so much reverence and honor. Mm. People that we all know where they got their money from. Mm. We don't care. You know, you, you they just, and you, and, and so much pomp and pageantry is given to them, even in the course of a service that the Lord of the service is set aside <laughs> and not even recognized because we want money. Mm. money from them money 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 and at the end of the day i still say we are broke (laughs) (laughs) there's so much money but the church is broke i've not heard them say that the church is rich exactly here of millions and me hundreds of millions being made and then the sentence that we are broke you want to evangelize we are broke and i say why is the money why are the millions we've made you know just like Mm. god says he will blow it away Mm. that's that's uh, your wealth that's you think you have gotten and you have not gotten the right way you will not be able to know what you've done with it exactly. and i think it's exact that's what is happening we're supposed to be rich but we are not because we are not going about our riches the right way this morning when i was listening to you mm. uh you you, okay, you said on the, the lot side something similar to this yes yeah yeah yes that's yeah. um in those days yeah exactly <laughs> If the Lord wants money, it's going to, in those days, the Catholic Church... He knows how to do it. He knows how to we do it. We don't need all this coercion uh, exactly. and all this subtlety. Those uh, exactly. are the works of exactly. Satan. Exactly. Because me, me, I always tell the people I work with, and when I'm, when I'm on comments, I say, look, if you want to raise money, let's just tell people that there is this need. We want to publish this. We want to build this. Uh, please support the work of God. Full stop. But let's not coerce people. Uh, let's not say, oh, if you do this, then something will come to you when that is not what the Lord wants you to say. You know, basically, just yeah. tell people that we need money and please support if you have. And let's stop at that. Because when I look at it, when I say that it's become a den of robbers, it means people, it means that God's people are stealing from others, stealing yes. from them by, by deceiving them. By deceiving by them. By deceiving, by deceit. By deceit, by exactly. Deceit. By deceit. Yeah. They don't care for their souls. They don't, care, they their don't souls. care how they are getting the money. You just pressure them. If you bring more, you will get more. In fact, I, I, mean, I, I don't know which long, passage of Luke. Um, Maybe it's tomorrow. Where he said that some of them, they go in long group, but, but they devour widows' nests. Like they devour widows' yeah. nests. And, and, and that's, I mean, that's a horrible uh, judgment it to is. be passed on any generation or any church. It is. It is. It's, it's sad, but it is true. And we need to be very careful. You know, these things, it creeps. Like I say, it's pressure. Mm. And like I, I am privileged to be, to be friends and families with some people that are spiritual leaders in churches, priests. Mm. And um, when these kind of things come up and I, you know, I challenge them and they're like, um, you know, their own spiritual head is the one piling the pressure on them, uh, giving them horrid that, targets. That's a sad one. And that's a sad one. It, it is. 
No, and it's very sad because I'm I'm also close to some of them, and they will say that look, when we get to our meetings, I have to account for how much I've brought in, and I say ah. I mean, this yeah. is just horrible prejudice. It, it would mean that even somebody yeah. who is gifted, maybe as a preacher, who is gifted as um, as a Bible teacher, would not be recognized, you know, as doing fantastic work because the person is not gifted in mobilizing resources. And I said, that, that, that's just a, a wrong yardstick to measure success in, in ministry nowadays. It, it, it's horrible because God will come in his holy anger. Mm-hmm. There was someone, I have a gift of um, designing spirits, and um, if a child of God is before me and I'm to greet the person, there's a way the Holy Spirit moves me to greet the person. Okay. There's this man of God that I greeted recently and he's a spiritual head. Okay. And the spirit of God was cold. Mm. I was taken aback and shocked because that wasn't what I expected. Mm. And I had to, since then, I've been very unhappy. Mm. I've been praying for the person, but I'm like, hey, this person doesn't know how far away from God mm. he has gotten. Mm. See, you know, I've been like, Father, what is the matter? What happened? He's no longer your child. What is this? What is that? Mm. But I know for sure that it is because of this money matter. It is. It is. You know, uh, it's a big matter. problem. He has, he has, God has said you cannot serve God and mammon. Mm. And it must be that now he's serving mammon and not God. Mm. What he's doing, God is not sending him on another on that errand, and unfortunately, he's compromising other people. And I pray that children of God will be bold, bold enough mm. to stand up for truth, and not allow this wickedness to continue. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, I, I, amen, amen. I, I don't recall. I, I cannot recall readily now the chapter of Luke, but I know that, that was one of the early chapters. And uh, Doctor Dibu Gongoli was the one who anchored that day when Jesus sent out the twelve first, and he said to them, "As you are going, don't even take knapsack, no sandals, nothing. Yes. You just go. You just go, and then see. And then in Luke twenty-two, he now asked. He said, "When I sent you without pause, bag or sand, did you lack anything?" He said, "Nothing." No. Said nothing. They didn't. And, yeah. and is that kind of fear that is and lacking that's among us? That's the now. way it is for children of God. Mm. You know, I'm, will I say, I've, I'm, I've been tried and tested. I know it's a continuous process. Mm. And I've been, God has made me to abyss. <laughs> yeah. I'm not, I've told you today that I've not yet abound. <laughs> <laughs> That, 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 you told you that yes, I, 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 I want more. I want more. Yeah, I'm always telling good like that as well. I know. <laughs> but um, you know, you learn the supremacy of God. The, exactly. The how do you say it now? The yeah. amazing grace yeah. of God. Yeah. Because you'll be without. Like my children, you know, uh, they've learned this too because they've lived their life practically like this. And um, when they come to me and I say, there's no money, you know, hmm. <laughs> there's no money. I don't have money. My children will just smile and say, well, God, we always provide. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. that's the testimony that they have. And he provides, you know, that's the thing. So you don't need to go a begging hmm. or a borrowing, yeah. a sorrowing, like we say, because he will Stay whoever's heart wants exactly. to stay. Exactly. It's going to step in. It's going to make, your need will be met. Yeah, it's going to make little you know? become much. So we don't need to steal. Exactly. We don't need to do anything. Anything. You know? I, I mean, it, God it, does that with himself. Right? It, yes. The way I always describe it is to say that sometimes God gives you limited provision, but perfect security. 
perfect security. You may have limited provision, yeah. but you find that all your needs are met. I mean, just look back, but it will be after the fact that you're going to realize it that oh, provision was limited. But see, we've come through the year, we've come through the month, we've come through that season, and we did not lack anything. In fact, I love that look twenty two. Jesus said, when I said don't go with sandals or possible, did you lack anything? And they must have been admitted. No. Okay, ah, that's true. We did not lack anything. We did not lack anything. And I, and as I pray, I pray that God will actually uh, increase our faith, Amen, and, and revive His church to go back to the faith of our fathers, really. Amen. God will help us in Jesus' name. The Amen. pressure is there. No, the pressure is the there. The pressure yeah. of society. I have told the story of how God brought me down to give me the boldness that comes from Christ. Mm. You know, I actually went through my life, my wardrobe, my house. And we did out all luxuries, mm. if I may use that term, and left just a few things, yeah. you know. And um, um, it was a classical case of go and sell everything and follow me, mm. you know. Things, mm. some way, valuable things went straight to the dustbin. Some give, give this way, give that way. And, and um, God gave me the grace to obey. Mm. And then I was invited to a party and... Um, God told me to wear Ankara. At that time, Ankara had not um, become so, so popular. So fashionable, now. okay. So in the, yeah, in a party of people wearing lace and heavy costume, here was I wearing Ankara, <laughs> mm-hmm. and uh, I felt I felt that all eyes were on me, and the people were wondering, ah, this what kind of so person cool. is this exactly? Wearing Ankara to this party, but I knew who I was hearing and what he was telling me. And the confidence was building up in me so that Mm. I will not be listening or give a care about what people are saying, but rather what God is saying. Because, you know, the pressure of the society. Mm -hmm. And that's why you see that some people cannot but buy a shwebi. They must buy because they say, "Ah, what's with that person? If I don't buy, I I I have to buy. I bought for Lagwaja, I bought for Temedo. I must buy. You know, and like I say, freedom, there's freedom in Christ. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying nobody should buy a shoebio. I hope they won't get me wrong. <laughs> but I'm just saying that God frees you. Mm. He doesn't allow you to be under the pressure of the world. Because that's what makes people do evil things. Because yeah. they want to meet up. Yeah. You know, they want to be like the Genesis, you know. That's, mm. you don't need all that. All you need is be comfortable in your own skin. Whatever God has given to you, be content with it. Yes. He's the one that will give you the uh, Ankara. Mm-hmm. He's also the one that will give you the lace if he wants you to wear lace. Mm-hmm. But what all matters is that before God, you are beautiful. Absolutely. You are all right. Absolutely. You wear, wear it with, um, with cheerfulness with and cheerfulness, gratefulness. With, Remember yeah, exactly. that some people are going about naked. naked. You've been blessed. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. wear whatever you have. If you don't have money for Christmas clothes, wear what you have. Wear if what you, you have. I'm, I'm being thankful to God, exactly. Thank, be thankful to God. You know, don't drive yourself crazy over what you will still have an abundance of later. Exactly. You know, don't let people exactly. drive you to do wrong. You know. I mean, don't as as, as you said, over what you are still going to have abundance of, and then over the things that will perish in this world, because God really wants us exactly. to take our eyes away from things like that. These are not the things that really matter. You know, matter. Really matter. Matter. Exactly. And, and of talking about the church as well, we always look at, at other church, other ministries, look at other churches. Oh, they have a fantastic <laughs> building. Yeah. Oh, they have this and that. We also want to to have that. If that's not the way where God is leading us to, I mean, let's just minister 
where we are and and make sure that we are actually leading people to God, pointing people to Christ, a house of prayer, yeah. not a den of robbers. Den of robbers. May the Lord help his church in the Amen. mighty name of Jesus Amen. Amen. and turn our hearts unto righteousness. Amen. You see, um, the, I have the six points here. I just we enumerate them quickly. Okay, go ahead. Concerning those that were selling. Okay. We are told that Christ's greatest concern is for holiness and godly sincerity within his church, mm. which is seen in John 17, 17 and 19 also. So he died to make her holy, cleansing her, and to present her holy and blameless, yes. which is Ephesians 5, 25 to yes. 27. And also, that's just to tell us the degree of God's concern for holiness, holiness. and godly sincerity within his church. Absolutely. It's not supposed to be a place for buying and selling. And then the worship of, of God's people must be in spirit and in truth. Hmm. The church, that is the physical edifice, must be a place of prayer and communion with God. People forget that God is there. I think that's exactly. the problem that we, because we don't see him, we hmm. forget that God is there. He's there. His presence is there. The silent yeah. visitor at every meal that's always there. He's not a visitor. That is his residence. He's <laughs> exactly. always there. Always Even there. when we live and go to our own house, it's his there. presence there is constant. Mm. You know, I've said there was a day that I was crossing an aisle in the church and I just, I didn't uh, genuflect. Yeah. And God told me, go back <laughs> mm. and genuflect. Do you think I'm not observant? Do you think it doesn't matter? And how to go back and do that? It shows that God, you know, God is there. I don't know how else to express myself. He's there. And he expects his honor to be given to him there. Exactly. So when we come there and we are doing what we like, he's also there observing these things. It's not a place for noise. It's not a place for careless activities. Mm. I'm not saying there are some things that we take too far. But mm. whatever we are able to do in the presence of God, we should do it in the church reverently. 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 Okay. Then... Um, we are told that Christ will condemn all who use the church, the gospel, or, or his kingdom for personal gain, glory, or self-promotion. They will be condemned. Sincere love for God and for his redemptive purposes will result in a consuming zeal for the righteousness of God's house and his kingdom, mm, which is what we saw in Jesus. In Jesus, exactly. We cannot be cold. Exactly. You know, cannot, cannot be cold about what is going on. Mm, you know. Mm. So mm. true Christ-likeness includes intolerance toward unrighteousness, unrighteousness. within the church. The zeal for your can, house has consumed me. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. This we can see in Rev- Revelations 2 verse 3 too, just to portray the point Open. of what happened in mm. Luke 19.45. Essential to all Christ- true Christian ministry is protest against those who profane and degrade the kingdom of God. Mm. Protest. That we can see it's first Corinthians 6 9 to 11. Either we will allow Christ into our assemblies to purge out deceit, immorality, secularization, and desecration, or at his second coming, he in divine judgment will cleanse his churches with finality. Mm. That's Malachi 3 2. Yeah, it's either we allow it now, now. and by ourselves begin to do right, mm-hmm. check all deceits, mm. all immorality, secularization, and desecration. Mm. You know. And um, when when some priests frown at being checked, you know, um, go ahead. 
tempted. Uh, okay, sorry. The moment you start saying that you cannot be tempted, you are already mm. <laughs> setting yourself up for a fall. Exactly. Yes, I'm talking about even financially now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's just Absolutely. that the price may be different. The yeah. level may be different. Yes. So when somebody is asking you to account, to give an account yeah. of your stewardship, yeah. here on earth, <laughs> don't get offended. Yeah. Don't get offended. Just do In fact, you, you should be glad. In fact, you should expect it even without them requesting. You present it. You present it. You should be even glad. Even if when you are indicted, you can then make amends. They point you out to right place. Don't wait until you know the the, the final uh, accounting comes from the Lord. Yes, because when you know that somebody is going to ask you, mm. <laughs> it helps you. Mm. You know that God will ask you. Okay, give an account of your stewardship. Absolutely, absolutely. You will be, be ready. You know, so it, it helps, and it helps temptation. To overcome because when you are not when nobody is checking you human nature mm. you even know when you are sliding into absolutely. it and you find yourself compromised if absolutely. i may use that word yes. absolutely so um if you are in any it might not even be in the church wherever it is that we are even in the house mm-hmm. <laughs> i remember mm-hmm. there was a time that my husband would tell me i should go and make a list of what i want to buy <laughs> When I ask for money and I will tell him, me, make a list. Make a list. This, God. Exactly. <laughs> this is what I enjoy about, about being a married woman. How oh, you never tell me to bring a list? So you give me the exact sum that I need. No, forget that idea. <laughs> what I have, what I ask for, give me. If you can't afford it, give me what you have. What you but have. don't ask me for any list. <laughs> you know, it's just a, um, it's just a means also of accountability. True. You know. What you have been given, are you using it for the purpose? Or, like some women will do, are you buying shoes and bags with it and then family will go hungry? Hungry. You, know, you must learn to use whatever you are given for the right purpose for which you are given. You must be prudent in whatever we are being given because we will give an account someday and it will help, our, help us to curb our excesses. That's and we will re- remember that the Lord is watching all that we do in his church. Oh, yes. Don't don't put yokes on people's necks. Mm-hmm. You know, we mm-hmm. make people miserable. At times we don't know it. When we start, you make we make so people that do not have, they no longer want to come to church because we've made it all about what people have. You know, it's only those that have money. There was a time that I was being invited to come and put my name in one group of some women to be honored and be given. I said no. Because somebody had heard that I had a child in an expensive school. So I said, I oh, okay. have money now. Let's go. Said, it's not about that. The Lord said no, outrightly. And I also didn't feel like that. It's not what, if I am going to ever be honored, it should not be because I'm giving money to the church. Mm. Then it's about, that means that's why I'm, I'm giving that money in the first place. You are going to, you are, you, there's probably a good thing. With all these little things that they do, they mean well. But mm. like I say, this thing mm. is, 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 it has stealthily come into the church mm. under trying to make money for Christ. At the end of the day, let's see, are we making money for Christ? Because the poor in the church are still not being helped. They are mm. still coming, coming hungry to church. Like I've said some people recently, do you know that some people that do not eat for two days, mm. they are barely moving. You know, they just go and they are going, hoping somehow, somewhere they get a meal. I've had an experience of 
some children coming to do internship where I work. And I see that from morning till we close, you know, under close observation, they do not eat. And I ask them, why are you not eating? And they will give me one funny excuse or the other. And I learned that, no, they were not eating because they do not, they only had money for transportation. They didn't have money for food, you know. So it just shows that if that is happening to these students, see what is happening in the society. People are hungry. People are suffering. But the rich is so removed from it mm. that they do not even know. And when even the rich have their parties, it is the rich like them that they invite to those parties. These poor people still go hungry. So we really need to check ourselves so that we will not be counted guilty on judgment day. May we not Amen. be working the the work maybe not be workers of iniquity. Truly. Amen. 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 Apart from me. You workers from of me. iniquity. Workers May of the Lord iniquity. keep checking us. He's been checking us. He's been che- with this book of Luke exactly. has been a, a book of being checked. Mm-hmm. We're not judging anybody. We're not mm-hmm. condemning it, mm-hmm. anyone. As the word is going out, it's also checking me. It's Absolutely. also Absolutely. making me to be more conscious Absolutely. of my errors and where I'm not saying I'm perfect or I've been. No, it is also bringing, you know, highlighting areas in my own life that I need to check where I've fallen, where I've moved back, where I've not done what I ought to have been doing. Yeah. And I pray that's what is happening to everybody, not somebody feeling someone is condemning them. Mm-hmm. No, mm-hmm. it's not about that. Mm-hmm. God has not come. He's not condemning us or judging us, if I may say, yet. Yet, exactly. Whilst we are still praising, yes. Mm-hmm. But the truth is that we should let the word of God correct us, oh, yes. rebuke us, oh, yes. and change us, oh, yes. transform us. Yeah. Oh, and yes. that's what we are seeing. Any way that we are not doing right, the mm. church of God is not a place where you dress in an immodest way. Mm. If I may use that description, because you, you, you distract other people. Absolutely. You might say God doesn't mind. He only looks at the heart. But it, the truth is that you are, you, are, you are a distraction. You've stopped. Somebody came to church to worship God. And you are there. You've, you've distracted the person. The person can no longer worship God. And you've been told several times and you are recalcitrant. You refuse mm. to change. It doesn't mm. matter to God. Mm. It does. I mean, because you have, thank God. You have, um, you, you have, you have hurt somebody without you even intending to. So exactly. it's not all about ourselves. We should learn also to step into other people's shoes. shoes this thing exactly. I'm wearing to church, is it good enough? Mm-hmm. You know, is it right? And may the Lord help us all. Amen. In the mighty name. Amen. There might be other other things. It doesn't have to be your clothing. Yeah, it might be things, the exactly. position. You know, there, there are so many things that we do without, without, um, without knowing. May mm. the Lord expose whatever it is that is my life to me, and help me to correct and change it. And likewise, every one of us in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. I, and I truly thank. Yeah. And I truly thank God that you have laid uh, emphasis on. On on uh, 45 to to 48, and I know that in the morning that's where the Holy Spirit led us to to pick our verse for the day. Yes. My house is a house of prayer, but you have made it a den of thieves. In the only way that I am making the house of God a den of thieves, trying to get things, going there for ulterior motives, anything other than to seek the Lord, to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in His step, anything other than that, 
uh, is not acceptable. May the Lord, as you said, may the Lord uh, lead His Holy Spirit to convict us of those things now, now, so that uh, we are not we are not sent away as workers of iniquity on the last day. In Jesus' name, Amen. 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 Thank you very much, Ma. This has been a blessing, a wonderful time. Please say a word of prayer as we bring this to close tonight. Our Father and our God, we thank you for your word thank that you, you have Lord. brought to us yet again today. Father, we pray that your word will change us, will Amen. transform us, Amen. and make us better children of the Most High God, Amen. indeed in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. That's none of this word, Father God, or any other of your word will stand against us on judgment day Amen. in the mighty name of Jesus. Jesus. Father, Amen. your word tells us that it's not of him that will it, neither of him that run it, mm-hmm. but of you, God, that showeth mercy. Mm-hmm. Please show us your mercy in full Amen. in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Let it not be said of us and they call themselves Christians. Let us truly be called Christians because people see Christ in us and nothing else. Amen. Please help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. We request for you. Please grant it unto us in immeasurable quantity Amen. and let your name be highly acclaimed amen as good amen in Jesus name we have prayed amen amen thank you so very much god bless you very good You are listening to GospelBellsRadio.com, the Christian internet radio with a mission to engage the culture with the mind of Christ. Keep listening and invite others, too. God bless you. Engaging the culture with the mind of Christ. 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 Engaging the culture with the mind of Christ.